you're listening to What They What They What They What They Talking. A podcast that talks about lifestyle, culture, technology, politics, Hollywood, business, stocks. So you can get your money. Let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of What They Talking. It is November the 3rd, Wednesday morning. I hope everybody's having a great morning. Hollywood, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good, man. It was uh, All Hallows' Eve. Lil Wayne likes to say, Happy Halloween-y. Uh So <laughs> when I went out with my girl to a costume party, we dressed up as mummies. But to be honest, we look more like car accident victims. Went out, drank, danced, felt a little normal. You know, a little trick-or-treating with just booze. So... I know that's how Boogie gets down. He'd be handing out little hey, airplane little shots shooters. to, to, yeah. to children. Uh, yeah. but no, man, it, it was start them young <laughs> to the children. Uh, but no, man, it was a good weekend. No, no complaints. How was yours, Boogie? Hey, mine was mine was good. It was low key. I didn't go do nothing. I didn't dress up. You know, made some dinner. Uh, finished Squid Games though. Finished Squid Games. About that shit was damn time. Wild. I only saw, I only saw one Squid Games costume. I expected to see like yeah, right? there's only one. Yeah, it was good though. It was uh, it was fun. It was not what I expected. I can tell you that from the trailer. But uh, yeah, man. E, e, how was your weekend, man? Man, you know, for me, man, I ain't do shit, it, man. I, I just like you, buddy. I sit on the couch, man, chilled out. Play a little PlayStation because I ain't played that in a while, man. Got on some 2K. I got my player up to a 90 overall now, man. I'm hey. out here hooping. <laughs> Bama wasn't popping off or what for Halloween? Man. You, you know didn't what, man? Go out. I wouldn't have gone out. <laughs> I don't know, man. man. Too many white pickup trucks. <laughs> but I ain't going to knock Bama, man. I probably think it was some people turned up over here, man. I don't have too yeah. many friends out here because I don't get out much. But, you know, it was overall a good weekend. You need man. to go ahead and move back, man. Did you find your place out here yet? I know you found it. Oh, man, I found a dope place in Miami, though. (laughs) Miami's drowning out there, bro. (laughs) Oh, good, man. Well, folks, we got these stories chewed up for you, so let's get to it. Facebook, Mr. Zuckerberg, man. They're going to change the name Facebook to what? Meta. Meta. The company formerly known as Facebook, like Prince style. (laughs) Like Everyone's still going to call him Facebook for sure. I'm not using the name Meta. Exactly. But a lot of these tech, big tech people just throwing this stuff around just to get a dollar in their pocket. Metaverse. Metaverse. What is it actually? It's like this virtual world that you can interact with other people in, interact with computers and so forth. And Facebook's making theirs. Amazon's thinking about it. You got Google thinking about making something. Everybody's trying to make a metaverse, man. So I guess if you're tired of the world you live in, jump into another world, different rules, different everything else, man. You know, if life was like this, I, I imagine everybody be out here just fucking up in one world and living their life in the next. It's essentially, if anyone has either read the book or seen the movie Ready Player One, it's essentially what they're trying to create is the oasis, like a virtual reality entire universe or world where. You know, you're not bound by the traditional laws of reality, gravity, physics, all the other stuff. That's what they're essentially trying to build. And yeah. it's funny because it was actually panned by like uh, Hebrew speakers because the word meta in Hebrew means dead. <laughs> so he basically killed his company, you know, so with you the name did. change. Yeah. <laughs> so you did. So, uh, yeah. but, and then also what Zuck said he gets it from, um, 
Neil Stevenson, 1992, read a sci-fi novel called Snow Crash. So the old heads like me that don't know what Ready Player One is, even though I saw that joint, it's a pretty dope movie. But <laughs> Snow Crash, the novel, <laughs> read the book, you'll know about Meta. I, I imagine Boogie will read, read that joint. <laughs> I'll take a gander. <laughs> but the biggest thing about Meta wasn't even about what he was changing the name to. It's about how weird your boy Zuckerberg was out here looking in the damn announcement, in the video, and what was so in the weird. background. I'll let Jay speak on it because he had all the facts on it. Well, everyone knows that Zuckerberg is a robot, right? Like, he's not human. He tries to <laughs> act like he's human as much as possible from the way he drinks water in front of Congress to the weird ways that he, like, grills meat uh, on videos trying to appear more human. Well, uh <laughs> what do humans love? They love their condiments, right? So this man, if you look at screen caps of the video on his bookshelf behind him is a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Like why, why that is on a, a billionaire's bookcase, I'll never have any idea, but I can imagine him being like, hey, what do humans like? Condiments. Like, Let's just put this up here to make me look more realistic. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to be fair, it would be dope if you're hanging out his house and you're like, man, you know, this Zuckerberg chicken is dry as hell. What do I do? Like, you got any sauce, Mark? And he's like, oh, yeah, right next to a uh, warm piece over there is a nice <laughs> bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's, you know, the finest. It's been aged on this bookshelf for 15 years. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him drink water. Is it better than uh, when Trump drank water with both his hands? You know, like a sippy cup. <laughs> is it better than yeah, that? I, I mean, Trump looked like a toddler. Yeah, exactly. Zuckerberg looks like he's never put liquid into his body before. <laughs> like, how do, how do you do, fellow humans? We put this liquid, this coolant in our system, right? Like, this is how we ingest it. Uh, yeah, but it, it it's interesting. So I think they're, they're basically employing the same strategy that Google did a few years ago when they reorganized the company under Alphabet, like the brand Alphabet. And they have Google, they have YouTube, they have you know Waymo, all these other companies that roll up into it. So they're, they're essentially changing the broader kind of organizational structure to be meta. And then they're you know, preserving the names of all their apps. So Facebook, the app itself won't change the name, you know, Instagram won't change that will all be pre preserved. Um, everyone keeps saying like, he's just been obsessed with this metaverse idea for quite some time. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of this. I think it'll be cool from a, a technological perspective. Like Oculus is always already really cool. That's essentially in its infancy, right? I don't know. Have any of you guys gone to any of those like virtual reality Sometimes they're pop-ups or like they're actual, like almost like arcade things that you go to and you can no, pay money yeah. and do that. I've done those. Those those are those are pretty slick. I can't even lie. And it's just cool if you just fast forward even five, ten years from now, like how much better it will continue to get. Like I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to have kind of the ready player one or snow cross. Is that what you called it? Clearly, I'm not an old head like you. Snow crash. Uh, <laughs> snow crash, man. Snow crabs. Mm, crash yeah. oh no crabs There's are good some... to eat <laughs> yeah there you go uh yeah so it'll be interesting to see like where this ultimately develops to um i think it's also funny because facebook's trying to rebrand as best they can because there was a study showing that it's literally a platform like we all know and joke about this but for like older folks right where they go on they're posting weird shit a lot of it's political or they're just giving updates on their family. Like they don't have the brand cachet that they once did. And that like TikTok does, for example. Right. So I think they're trying to pivot and make it a more young, exciting type of technological advancement. And it'll be see interesting to see if it pays out or 
you know, if this is some ploy to essentially stop the monopoly talks in antitrust lawsuits and breaking them up, if this somehow helps their argument it's for for that. Man. Exactly. <laughs> distraction no one asked for and nobody wanted. Exactly. But at the end of the day, man, you think about it. Some people have been talking about this metaverse idea. A lot of companies are embracing it and trying to create their own. And they're thinking like this. They're thinking that it will like decrease crime rates because if you're able to get VR devices and into like low income housing, then essentially all the bad shit that you do will be online in these metaverses. <laughs> well, that's funny because the old argument was Grand Theft Auto leads to violence in games and right. means more crime. It's funny to see that argument now do a 180. Yeah. People realize that that argument was bullshit. And like, if you're going to commit crimes, you commit crimes. Yeah, it has you know nothing to do with playing video games. There's no correlation no. between the two. Yeah. But it's funny I now. A shit that... ton of Grand Theft Auto. I never stole a car. You saw it. You saw it. Yeah, soft, too soft. Right. You, you've never uh, picked up a. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I, you <laughs> know, I was picked, thinking of the same example, a, but. <laughs> picked up a pro and then let her get out the car, beat her, take her money, and go do it again. <laughs> hey, that's hard right there. No. Hey. Uh, that's a good way to I make mean, we've all done it in the game, cash. but yeah, it's just funny to see that argument go literally get flipped on its head and go the opposite way now when it benefits a giant corporation. So exactly. Yeah. But that's my story of the day. So Jay, Mr. Hollywood Jay, what you got for us today? For those of you who don't know, uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure the actual date. I should probably know that. But regardless, uh, Alec Baldwin was on set at a movie that he's filming called Russ down in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And long story short, essentially what happened, and we'll dive into kind of the specifics here, is that uh, Alec Baldwin was pointing what he thought to be a prop gun and unloaded weapon uh, at the director and the cinematographer while trying to test the lighting of a scene. And he pulled the trigger and there was a live round in the chamber and it shot and killed the head of cinematography, the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins, apologies if I'm butchering that name. Um, and then the bullet also went through her and lodged in the shoulder of the director, Joel Souza. So she unfortunately, tragic accident, um, ended up being paralyzed and dying on her way to the hospital. Uh, and Joel Souza actually survived, got surgery. He's going to be, he's going to live. He's going to be Okay. But it's raised a lot of questions about what the hell happened, right? So for those who don't know, on movie sets, there's really strong protocols about how to handle prop firearms. There's an individual on every set that's responsible for maintaining these weapons in kind of uh, monitoring the safety. They're called an armorer. So the armorer of this film, um, we're told it's kind of a lower budget film. So they didn't have a, a huge bankroll to go get, you know, someone super incredibly experienced. Well, uh, this woman was 24 years old. So her father had been an armorer for a long, long time. This is her second project, I think. The first time she ever did one, she basically released an interview saying, I don't think I'm ready. Yada, yada, yada. Well, fast forward to the filming of Rust and few weeks prior, there was a giant walkout on set because there had been multiple uh, inadvertent discharges of firearms on set. So clearly safety was already not a priority here. Mm -hmm. um, if you know anything about film sets, you're really not supposed to have any live ammunition on set at all. And the right. cops required over 500 live rounds uh, on set. 
Uh, and what they think happened is that the gun was loaded with an actual projectile as opposed to a blank. So if you look at a gun, uh, a projectile has, you know, the little tip at the top that you would expect almost looks like a little, little dickhead, right? Like that's where all the gunpowder is. And that's what causes the projectile. <laughs> hey, if your dickhead looks like that, you, <laughs> you got problems. <laughs> hey, you speaking from experience, Boogie, or what? Uh, yeah, I handled a lot of ammunition (laughs) yeah but he out here but he out here shooting blanks so a blank actually uh doesn't have the projectile it's just basically uh looks like a bullet but it doesn't have that little tip they're saying that there is a potential that involuntary manslaughter charges could be brought against alec baldwin he's of course deflecting but like i don't know i want to know what your thoughts are at the end of the day like none of the protocol was followed it was handed the gun was handed to him not by the armorer but by an assistant director who yelled the term cold gun which means hey this isn't loaded everything is fine so alec baldwin took this individual at his word pointed the gun and it, it didn't just accidentally misfire he actually pulled the trigger and that's what fired the projectile so in my view I mean, I don't know what your view is, E, but you, you can go first and I'll tell you my thoughts on the story. What you think? Well, man, um, you know, it was a very sad story. You know, all right. Yeah. I heard, man, I feel bad for a family. I hope everybody does. I mean, gets through this tough. Time. Yeah. She had a husband and a, and a young son. Oh, wow. It's real tragic. Real tragic. Um, but at, at the end of the day, though, um, I look at Alec Baldwin like this. If I'm a multi-millionaire, right? <laughs> and. You pay me to act. You pay me to actually act. I just show up and act what's on script. This is where it gets trickier. He's an executive producer on the film as well. So he has more elevated responsibility than just being an actor. Yeah. This actor has been on movie sets longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Let, let, let me just jump in you. here, man. Man, it, it doesn't matter like what role you're playing or anything. Like very basic gun safe. Doesn't matter who hands you to it, who hands it to you, what they call out or anything. You always check the motherfucking chamber. Like if you especially if you're going to be pointing like, it at someone. Like I'm with y'all. It's messed up, but you got an armor there that says things are good. You got the producer dude that gives you the gun that says everything no, good. The armor wasn't there, I guess, apparently, and they had walked off set because of multiple guns firing when there's not even supposed to be live rounds. So they already had safety violations. So you'd think it happened twice. All right, we got away with it. Third time ended up being unfortunately the charm and it actually shot someone oh, yeah. but like well, that you right need to go extra bad. you need to go extra my hard bad. on that's why this is such a well, problem like yeah like i said my bad you, you're right now on alec part it's kind of messed up because if you had two of them already half it and dude said here's a gun i'm like hold up bro <laughs> just imagine how much could have been averted if you literally took the 30 seconds it takes to it was a revolver as well so you just pop out the pop it out the, look what's in there pop it out look and make sure spin it make sure there's no rounds in the chamber and then do it it takes two seconds and unfortunately uh those two seconds cost someone their life and did he think it was a blank uh yeah. i don't know i don't know we had to so information he, is still coming out. So we, we don't know yeah. who how I mean, a live rounds are on the set, B, how those got loaded in. Like the ultimate responsibility falls on someone who but, had the gun. So the question that Boogie of course you didn't well, flip it, so, flip it this sorry, way. Sorry. Let's flip well, it this well, way. Like well, if he was black, though, you think this would this would have been a thing? He would have been in jail already. All right. Before we go that before we go <laughs> down that route. No, hold on. Before we go down that route, what I meant by the question was did he either think it was a blank 
or did he think it was just empty? Like if no, he was no, going to no. pull the trigger, it was going to just uh, click, or if it was going to fire no, a blank. Yeah. I, I completely understand you're saying if you yeah. looked at it and saw bullets and just assumed there were blanks, but still, yeah, yeah. still yeah. should check. But Dizzle, if I handed you a gun and I said, "Oh, it's not loaded," and you just turned around, pointed at someone, and shot and killed them, you'd go to jail. No, that's on me. That's on me. Like just that's because it's me. a movie set, it's ridiculous yeah. to to act like the rules somehow bend and don't apply. Like. Nah. No, you're right. It, it's right. absurd. Well, you'd still go to you'd still go to trial. They'd have to see. Okay, <laughs> like, but he's out here walking around like it's no big deal. Like you, yeah. your ass would be in custody. You would, whether you're cooperating or not. Like you're not going to get this yeah. movie star treatment. And man, I'm like, gonna go to my metaverse, bro. You know well, this saying? is. Yeah, I yeah, wonder if this is a. If this is like one of the first, is this has happened, or if this kind of no, shit has happened I mean, is it happened. Uh, Bruce Lee's right? son in The Crow. Yeah, okay. and what is that? Yeah. Ninety three. Brandon Lee. He was killed. It. So they yeah. they revamped yeah. all these policies and protocols. But again, Got it, it didn't matter because they weren't followed. Uh, I mean, you're only as good as the protocols you adhere to, right? But like, it, it's just it, it's a sad, preventable death. What I don't like is is the people dunking on Alec Baldwin because of like past comments he made. As we know, he's like very political on Twitter. He played Trump on SNL, and he's tweeted out multiple things directly at people like. Oh, you accidentally killed someone like basically like shitting on people when accidents has happened. So like people were like, oh, this is poetic justice. Like I'm not here for that because at the end of the day, a woman uh, lost her life. A husband lost lost his wife and, and a, a child lost his mother like way too soon. Yeah. So it's, it's sad all around. But let this all be a lesson to you out there. Like practice basic gun safety. Don't point a gun at someone unless you want you plan on killing them. And two always act like a firearm is loaded like that's but just to touch on that to do i don't he didn't point it at him to to shoot like i think we talked about this right he was aiming they were, they standing, were testing shit and yeah he was over there but if you're no they were they were yeah. standing behind the camera and he pointed the gun directly at them as they were standing behind the camera was it on cute was he taking a cue or was he just like oh i'm fucking around and i i'm gonna I aim at yeah, i don't you know i don't because think to we, me that's a little bit different too all right hey alec we want you to shoot and fire in this direction so we can test the lighting to see the shot etc and so if someone happens to be over there that's different than if he's like Hey, motherfucker! Like, I, I guess there's a lot of nuances, and ch- I mean, regardless, you're right. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll find out more more point, info yeah. to come. But the fact that they were cri- recovered like 500 rounds of live ammunition on set, crazy. and yeah. like that the cast were crazy. taking the guns and having doing target practice with them, like this is just jumbled beyond belief. Like, all of those people should yeah. lose their jobs. They may have there. There's definitely going to be a civil suit, right? There's definitely going to be money paid out. Alec Baldwin's gonna have to pay millions. Whoever insured them is going to have to pay millions. Those people will probably never work in movies again. And it's all yeah. because of their carelessness. That's why, you know, it's important to, to hire for experience and not cut out on costs and hire a 24 year old who doesn't have a vast background just because her father was a really well-known armorer. doesn't mean that she's ready to take on, uh, you know, the reins and, and do it herself. So it's really anyways, not a difficult job, but it's important, but it's not very difficult. You would think so, but Coming this is why, why it's important. I can say there isn't a whole lot involved. Yeah, there's a lot of checks and balances, but uh, you know, being 24 has nothing to. I mean, there's 18 year olds running, you know, armories in the military and shit all the time. Just saying. Well, she had she had so came fuck, out and said that. So fuck those she excuses. Wasn't, she wasn't 
comfortable. She didn't feel like she was ready. Then she should have quit. And she was, was she okay. there? Exactly. Was she there with a gun to her head? She walked like, off. On. She walked off the set. Said she couldn't after, do it. She after she brought in and loaded that gun, probably the five hundred rounds, bro. She needs to go. She needs to go to jail for life, bro. She need to go. She need to be out. Oh, yeah, these are just, blanks. Yeah, it's a it's a sad story. So that's what's happening in Hollywood, Boogie. What you got for us? All right. On a lighter note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick out a, a stock I've been watching for a little bit here. I think they're undervalued. I think it's a really good buy. All their financials look really good. So the Kellogg Company, it's a very well-known brand. They are sitting at about $62 per share. They have a 3.76 dividend yield. Return on invested capital ratio of 9%. Free cash flow yield is a little bit low for me, uh, 4%, but still not too bad. SPGMI or the S&P quality ranking of a B plus, which is again, a little bit low. I like to see at least an A, but uh, hey, you can't always have your cake and eat it too. So Kellogg's looking pretty good on their earnings for the past 14 quarters. Nine of those, they have had positive earnings surprises and the other quarters they have met their earnings. So overall, they're doing really extremely well. Their price looks really attractive right now. So I think they're a good buy. And again, well-known brand, been around for a long time. Well, I'm I'm wondering if you've read up on this news and why they may be potentially undervalued at the moment. There's a massive strike going on with Kellogg's workers right now, which is really kneecapping their production. Mm -hmm. So it may be interesting to based upon your research, Boogie, if you get in now while it's still down in the hopes that they'll reach some sort of collective bargaining agreement with their union workers to yep. move them up and catch it now. Uh, otherwise, if you wait a little bit, it may bounce back. It may fall a little bit further if these talks delay and they're not able to hit their revenue targets and production targets. But that's something to keep an eye on as well. There's been a, a lot of union strikes across the board recently. IATSE, coincidentally enough, uh, is the... Uh, union for kind of all the production folks on movie sets. They were about to go on strike. Kellogg's workers are on strike. John Deere workers are on strike. So there's a, a big swell of labor movement, which I think is kind of uh, depressing some of these strong, traditionally like really powerful companies. So it may be a good time to buy now because once they sort that out, they'll start ramping to production and you'll see uh, that value go higher to, you know, uh, yeah. A value that you would expect someone of that size and that track record. So, to have. At the, so at the end of the day, in the great words of Kellogg's Tony the Tiger, they're great. man over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing I wanted to point out is Kellogg actually, you know, kind of recently did just show back up into that kind of that undervalued category, right? So they were up really high, or not really high, right? The stock isn't that volatile, but they were. In a, in a position where I wouldn't have bought them. So yeah, I think the strike is a great opportunity to get in there. Uh, we may have already seen the bottom. We may be a little bit past it, but uh, you know, you can never time it. So right now with its price and its current dividend yields, I think it's a good buy. Boogie dropping them gems. Hey. hey. Appreciate Boogie with them little tidbit, them little nuggets. <laughs> you them little little. frosted flakes. Hey, little, there you go. Little flaky nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's our boy Boogie telling you guys how to get that money. But as always, as always, we got to hit you guys with that random story of the day. I think I got a good one for you. 
Did you hear? Have you heard about? Texas Institution of Technology and Science, better known as TITS. T-I-T-S, fellas. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. Can you jog our memories, please? <laughs> <laughs> Since you don't know, our boy Elon Musk, you know I love him, the maker of Tesla. He had a lot to say about this. He wants to get it started. Jay, hit us with the facts. So last week, Elon Musk, who is notorious for funny random Twitter threads, well, he tweeted out to his 61.7 million followers that he's thinking of starting a new university, Texas Institute of Technology and Science, better known as TITS. It will have epic merch given, and it will be universally admired, much like tits. And he also <laughs> went on to say that uh, tuition would be in Dogecoin, and you'll get a discount if you have a dog. So, sorry, Dizzle, no discount for you. Me and Boogie <laughs> with Nala and Cash, we're going to be top of the class. I- I'm also wondering, you know, if uh, double D's is the grading system, if that would be better than an A, or how that exactly is going to work. But- Hey, I mean, Jay, bigger isn't always better, my man. Oh, man. Yeah, shout out to the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. You know, hey, how do you get into it? It's well, a long, first you hard, start and roundabout process. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, first you got to, you know, have a nice dinner. Oh, right? my God. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> Our viewership what? went down to zero. <laughs> I got so many more. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Well, folks, that is our random story of the day. So we hit you with Meta. Facebook out here changed their name with Meta because they all about that metaverse. And Zuckerberg with barbecue sauce sitting on the shelf in the living room, bro. Crazy shit, isn't it? Jay? We talked about Alec Baldwin and the tragic shooting of... uh... Helena Hutchins, Boogie? Yeah, you know, I just was going to say that there's been something missing here in my office, and I think it's a bottle of Sweet Baby Rays, 100%. (laughs) But I gave you all Kellogg. (laughs) Too much sauce. (laughs) Too much sauce. Uh, No, I give you all Kellogg. I think think now is a good time to jump in. All their financials look really good, so that's it. If you like us, subscribe. subscribe. (laughs) Like, tell a friend, five stars forward share all them good stuff bring it into the metaverse you know do what you got to do hit us on twitter titter <laughs> oh, titter. Hey. well it's your boy dizzle it's your boy hollywood it's boogie thank you all for listening to what they talking see you guys again in two weeks peace, peace. All opinions expressed on this podcast are our own and do not constitute financial advice in any way whatsoever. Nothing published or said by Swirl constitutes an investment recommendation, nor should any data or content published by Swirl be relied upon for any investment activities. Swirl strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional before making any financial decisions.